Hey everybody, welcome to the second edition of Watch Time. Thanks for exploring this podcast with us as we continue to learn along the way. Our last podcast was on why you should use video. So in this podcast, we're gonna tell you the different ways to use your video by platform and by purpose. So we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Watch Time, supercharged video marketing tips for the savvy small business owner and the modern mid-market professional with Flex Media's Kathy Zip and Bill Barona. Okay, welcome back to the podcast. Today's topic is going to be on different ways to use video. I'm Bill Barona with Flex Media. And I'm Kathy Zip, and I'm super excited for our second episode here. Yay. Yay, we got the first one done. I think that was like the hardest one. So like now we're like over the hump. Yes, exactly. And if you didn't listen to our first podcast, we... Definitely suggest you do. It's about why video, but Bill will give you a little summary here. Yeah. I'm, so I think like without going into a whole podcast again, just briefly touching on some of the things that we mentioned, that I think are going to matter with this one. It's just understanding that uh, video is more than just a fad or a trend that you should jump on board. You know, why should you be using video? It's really to reach your target market. It's to help increase your brand awareness and let, let people know what it is you do. Um, and how it applies to them. So, I mean, I guess in a nutshell, those are just a couple things. You could also use it for um, training as well. So it's not always just a sales tool. Um, it could be for training. It could be for a bunch of different things, which we're going to get more in depth on in this episode. But just knowing now that video has many uses and- um, And it's the way that people wanna consume content too. Absolutely. The preferred platform. Absolutely. So I think, uh, I think with that in mind, without giving away too much of the show, we can jump in. And uh, why don't we just touch on some of the, uh, by platform, I don't know, Kathy, do you want to talk about how video can be used for social media? Yeah, so I know now in, in our last episode, we talked a lot about how video was really in the beginning, people were thinking about video for broadcast on cable, on TV. But now I think that it's changing, and, and in a good way, that people are looking into video for social media. Um, many platforms are looking to push video because they um, know that it will engage people and keep them on the site. Um, people are using, look, different brands are looking for content to put on their social media pages. Um, they know that visuals are really engaging. It makes you stop the scroll, especially when it's a video. So uh, I think there's a lot of opportunity there. People are looking for video for content on social media. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing to really touch on that I don't think really brought up in the last episode, when you think about video, don't just think about, you know, um, I, I feel like people kind of get in this habit now of looking at it as it is a marketing tool and a sales tool and it is a way to train people. But just think about in terms of the content, like how much fun it is. And you may not even realize that you're having fun. And I know that kind of sounds, um, I guess, kind of like dumb because you're sitting there thinking like, I'm watching a training video. How is that fun? Well, you know, somebody could hand you a manual and say, read this. And I want you to take a test afterwards and tell me everything you learned. But when you're consuming video, it really connects with people on a much bigger level. You think about back to the time when you were a kid and you were watching television or you're watching cartoons. And it really, it feels like you're getting the opportunity to kind of slack off but you're actually learning at the same time. So that's something to keep in mind. So like when you think, you know, why do people want to see video on social media? Because it's interesting. You know, people are staring at their phones and they're, 
you know, engaging with this content because it's interesting to them and that they're learning something. Whether the purpose of that content was to teach them something or it was to tell a story, you're still kind of along for that ride. Absolutely. So, um, and I'll, I'll touch too just on broadcast. You know, that's another spot to use video. And I know, you know, in the last episode, we talked a lot about broadcast and narrowcasting and how broadcasting was not as big as it once was. Um, but still, it holds a place. Um, it's still a great way to reach a mass number of people locally. Um, not to say you can't do that with social media. You can do that with social media ads, but it really is still it's still something in the industry. It's still a platform that's being used and one that should be considered. So that is another place you can use video is in broadcast, whether that be cable, whether that be network. Um, there is a big opportunity still there for, for broadcast. Absolutely. And then um, another place people are using video are on their websites. So the type of content that you share in a video for your website might be slightly different than social media. Typically, it tends to be more evergreen, where maybe you have a video of your um, kind of your mission and history and a brief overview of the things that you provide. Maybe for each service or product that you have on your website, you're also sharing a video along with the brochure for different people. So and there's definitely a lot of different ways to use it on your website, too. Absolutely. Um, and I, I think one thing we can kind of talk about, and I, I think, Kathy, you can even jump into maybe talk about this a little bit more as well, is um, when you think about video for website, we um, do a majority of our videos um, are based on videos going to website or social media. We don't do as much broadcast work. We do some, but not a lot. Um, but that being said, I can think of one client in particular that we do work for. They are a, a larger, uh, basically chiropractic firm here in the Cleveland area. And we created a variety of evergreen content uh, pieces for their website. And a lot of it was explaining their different services that they offered because they offer a variety of services from chiropractic services to health and wellness services. And they really wanted a way to educate their consumer when they came to the website on how those services worked. And uh, Kathy played a huge role in um, figuring out how we were going to deliver that message on the website. Right, so they had you know an overall video, like you think chiropractor, but some of the different techniques that they use were really different. Um, the chairs they use are really different. And so being able to capture the differentiators on like a general video, and then also doing the services video, some of them people, uh, you know, they're familiar with chiropractic service, but they wanted to learn, you know, how, how it's different and uh, the nutritional information that they can provide. And then another one was breast thermography, which is a very new concept to a lot of people. So I think that was an especially important video where people can go on and read a little bit about it on their website, but actually watch a video that kind of laid out the process for what women can expect when they come in for that service. Yeah, and I, I think one thing to take away from that and, and where I was trying to go to with this is that you know we talk about different ways to use video and we're talking about by platform. And the way you want to really think about it is that every platform is a different place you can use video, but there are different videos that can be used in every platform. And these particular videos in terms of websites, these are service videos. These are explaining how services, um, how their services work. But you know, other things that you can look at is uh, testimonial videos or hero's journey videos where basically you have a client that, you know, they're basically telling their story and how they overcame adversity and they're 
basically you're not the hero in the story, but your product or service kind of helped give them that little bit of push they needed to become the hero of their story. So they're, they're right there between service videos and testimonials. There's two separate videos that we're looking at that go into a website that have two separate uses. One is to educate your client and help, help them understand how, what services you offer or, you know, understand what those services are. The testimonial is to help them relate with your brand and your client or, and as a client relate with your past clients at a level where they can understand, like, that's where I'm at. That's who I am. It helped them. I want to be the hero of my story. I need that kind of help. So there are many different levels here that you can look at, um, in terms of different uses. Um, I don't know if you have anything you wanted to add to, I mean, Right. I, I agree. I think, you know, a lot of times um, people will use their videos that they create for the website on social media, but then there's maybe videos they create for social media that they don't necessarily share on their website. So it can kind of go that direction. Another great place that you can use your video, whether it's something you created for the website or social media, it doesn't hurt to push it out through a newsletter you might have that already hopefully has a lot of your target audience in it. So your newsletter really is like gold, um, even more than maybe your social media followers, because these are the people that have subscribed and are genuinely interested in hearing from you. Mm -hmm. So, and a lot of times companies might have more information on them than they would just on people following them on social media. So using video in your newsletters is a great place as well. Actually, uh, HubSpot reports that using the word video in an email subject line increases open rates by 19% and click-through rates by 65%. So if you're concerned that nobody's opening your email or maybe they're not um, clicking through, putting a video in there is a great way to grab people's attention. Yeah, and I mean, one thing too, um, to mention just in terms of the newsletter and even um, looking at email in terms of video uses and and these are all things that we definitely we're going to do episodes we're going to dive in because what Kathy was talking about too about having an email list having an owned audience like that um, that really is a key to your marketing you know you can have as many social media subscribers as you want the thing is is what happens if somebody hacks your Facebook account it gets taken down what happens if people you know, end up closing out their Facebook account. You're no longer, you know, have their content. They're not in a you position. Yeah, you don't own them anymore. So you're really no longer in a position where you can get to that person. But by having their email address, it's it's really you have that person's contact information. They're an audience that belongs to you. Um, and I'm getting kind of sidetracked from the email aspect of it. But thinking of video and emails, we have a client that offers a variety of services and they didn't know that this particular service was one that she had offered, but they had saw the link in her email and they clicked on it. They were able to watch the video, understand what it was she did, and they were able to hire her for that service. And that's just one way to use video and email. Another way that I, I really want us to talk about, and we will plan an episode around this, one of the ways that we generate sales at Flex Media is using an online platform uh, called Soapbox from Wistia. And we actually record videos and send them to our clients, custom videos uh, through email. And basically just outlining the things that you know we saw on their website, their social media, the plans that we have for them. We do a little bit of research on the uh, on the front end of this. Like once we see this, we say, let's do a little bit of research. Let's kind of see 
you know, how we can help them. Let's not just send out blanket emails saying like, we do video, we can help you. Let's actually look and see how can we help this person because maybe we can't. And if we can't, then we don't want to sell to them because our goal is to help provide solutions. So we will then record a video, walk them through our ideas, where we can help them, where they're lacking in uh, video and where they can talk to their consumers at, and we send them that. So that's a powerful tool right there, video and email that people just aren't taking advantage of. Um, and then one of the other things that we'll touch on too, just in terms of you know, different platforms, different places to use video, and this is an even bigger discussion, would be um, inbound marketing and landing pages and sales funnels. Um, I definitely want to have an episode on this. This is huge. Um, this is, if any of you have listened to Video Marketing Mastery, uh, Todd Hartley talks about using video in your sales process through um, funnels and landing pages, and it's something that they've saw great success on. We do very little of this. We're starting to get into this more. I feel like it's a natural progression of our business, but I'd love to bring somebody on the show that can really talk to this and uh, really um, kind of explain the ins and outs. Because just basic overview on this, knowing that you can use video, um, put it on a landing page, gear that video to a specific buyer's persona, have them come to that landing page, take them through a buyer's journey, get them involved in your funnel, and then actually get them to, you know, through the sales process to the point where by the time they get to the end of your funnel, they're ready to click buy. I mean, that's powerful and video can help you do that. So that's just a whole nother place that you can actually use video to help grow your business. And think about it like this, if it's inbound like that, these people are going through these videos and they're clicking buy while you are sleeping. So this video and those landing pages are selling for you while you're out with your family, you're in bed sleeping, you're on vacation, you're out selling to another client, you have somebody selling your product or service 24-7. Yeah, that's... Who doesn't want that to happen? <laughs> I know. Everyone so, goes into business for freedom and it's like, right. do you really actually get it? So right. this is an opportunity. Right. And of course it doesn't replace, you know, traditional sales efforts always, but but it's a wonderful tool, like Bill said, that you could be using. And so that kind of brings us into the purpose. Um, we kind of mentioned some of this, but first of all, you know, in your sales and marketing efforts, whether that is, um, you know, trying to... Uh, whether it's it's outbound marketing or or inbound marketing, um, it can be a great way to help promote new products or you know give a, a customer an introduction of kind of what you do. So it can be a great sales and marketing tool. Yeah, and I mean another thing, I, and like I said earlier too, and just to touch on this, and that's why I, I kind of held myself back a little bit, was, you know, sales and marketing, I feel like a lot of people go to there automatically. And I think even more marketing than sales. And people go, well, I can use video to market my business. Well, there are other uses in terms of training and education, um, you know, for some companies or even for um, your clients. You might have a product or service that is somewhat complicated, you get a lot of the same questions. You know, that's why people put those FAQ pages on their website. Um, you know, whether it be the, the sales process, you get questions, whether it be after they buy your product, they have questions. Well, here's an opportunity for you to create content that answers their questions and it frees up your time. So you're not constantly answering the same questions. They can look it up online, they can search it. Um, and on top of that, if you think about it in-house, because that's the other side of this, if you have a company and you have employees in-house and let's say you bring in 
somebody to train them on a specific process. Well, a lot of times companies do onboarding and um, what they'll do is depending on how complicated that process is, they, they will hire, say, a cluster of people and they'll say, well, your onboard date is this time. And a lot of times that has to do with, you know, putting on basically your orientation. So explaining to you what you're going to be doing, it's going to be having trainers come in if it's a process you have to learn how to do, or if there's something that's just very specific to your job role that you just need to learn the day to day. Well, if you think about training and education videos for in-house services such as that, what you're able to do then is instead of holding one like onboarding, say every month. Now, if you get hire one employee this week and two next week, and maybe you don't hire another one for another couple weeks, and then you hire a class of 10, you can have all of these people watching these training and educational videos, and they're learning. Because like we talked about in the prior podcast, um, you know, 95% of that message is retained versus the 10% when reading it in text. Once again, Wirebuzz stat. Right then and there, like you're looking at it from that perspective, you're saying, you know what, now not only is are they getting trained when you want them to get trained, but on top of that, they're retaining more of what you're trying to teach them. And that's huge. And also the other side of that, if you want to look at it from this perspective as well, is you're not restricted to keeping them in one place. So this could be something that if it's not a task that they need to learn how to do right away to start their job, you can get them started right away and say, you know, at the end of the day, take an hour, watch this video. Or, you know, if, if you have a, um, a policy where people can work from home, they could be learning at home. They actually don't have to be on-site learning. So using it in the training and education process is huge. That's a whole other way to look at it beyond sales and marketing. Absolutely. And kind of going off of that, um, but more maybe from the um, consumer or other um, end, end user perspective, um, product demos. Anytime you have anything that's really visual, you have a machine that you're trying to, um, get, you know, explain to your audience or with me recently. So I bought a house with a hot tub and I have never had a hot tub. I don't understand how hot tubs work. I was really excited about it, but I really had no idea. So the previous owner had left the manual and you know, basically I, I needed to start from scratch because the hot tub had been sitting with water in it. And so I was able to contact the manufacturer. I saw you know, what brand it was and everything. And so I'm talking to this very nice person on customer service about you know, uh, maybe winterizing my hot tub or just like where the basic controls are and um, you know, what I have to do to clean it. And he was so nice, he spent maybe like 25 or 30 minutes walking me through the whole process. But the reality was I didn't pick up everything and that was a lot of time that he spent with me, which you know, cost resources on their part. And I was like, I, you know, he's like, we had this really nice section with 101 type articles uh, that will help walk you through everything. And while they did, it was such, it was, it was hard for me not to do things visually. I wanted to visually see where I could open the panels and you know where this, um, this ozonator that I needed to install was and, and where exactly I needed to hook up the, the hose to drain it. And they actually said, well, you know, there's, there's some videos online, other people have videos. And so I did look up some of those videos, but it wasn't the same model, it wasn't the same company. And so I was still left confused. So I think like they just really are missing an opportunity to be a thought leader in the industry by producing those types of videos. Mm -hmm. And 
also just, you know, when you have a product, and, and like I said, it's something that is visual, and the hot tubs have a lot of different parts, actually, I learned. It's not just like a whole container of water. Yeah. Um, I, I think that really would be beneficial to be able to show in a product video. Yeah, definitely. I I just, I'm, as you're talking about this, I'm thinking about, you know, I'm sure there's there's somebody out there listening going like, well, you know, it just, I just see this person thinking, yeah, but, you know, you can't make a product video for everything. And, um, you know, people can just go through the 101 and you can read up on it. But at the same token, I'm also thinking like in terms of the product, like, for example, like if your hot tub started to leak and you had to, you had to do something to shut off or there was like some type of like you had to plug it up or let's say maybe um, there was an electrical issue and uh, you had to figure out how to shut it off and, you know, to have go ahead and go through the 101s i feel like anytime anybody's been in an emergency with a piece of equipment they don't know how to use and they um their response is hey go through the 101 manuals we have some 101 stuff i'm thinking like i want to get this done right now right so i mean with video at least you can look that up and I, you know what's neat is unlike an article you have to try and skim that article real fast and you're trying to read through it quickly but with a video you can go ahead and drag the playhead over until you get to what you're looking for and say okay there's that right there okay they're, they're, they shut that off right i definitely did want fast response because it was you know i was trying to decide if i should winterize my hot tub and it had already snowed so i was like oh my gosh like i'm gonna break this thing <laughs> so i definitely was out there in the snow trying to figure out what to do and a video showing me exactly what i needed to do and how things worked would have been super useful yeah definitely i mean and with product demos i mean think about it if you're selling something really if you're listening and you're selling something really complicated you know you can break that up into a couple different videos but just think about how many times somebody goes you know, how do you do this? How do you do that? And you're you're thinking to yourself, it's so easy because you've done it so many times. But like for somebody else, a lot of people are visual learners. And to be able to put something out like that and say, here it is in three separate videos, the steps to how you're going to use this product or how this service is going to work, because that's a whole other aspect of it. And products is services. Some people really want to know how the service is going to work before they agree to let you go ahead and do that. And we get that a lot. We get people, what does the video process look like? Can you walk us through that? And because of that, we're in the process of putting videos together for our FAQ section, mainly because, you know, I have to explain what pre-production is a lot. And it's not a complicated response, but, you know, to put it in a video and explain what we're doing in our pre-production process, that's going to eliminate time on our end. And I think the other big question we get constantly is what is B-roll? I was going to say, what is B-roll? Yes. And that right there, I, I could see that being its own video because it it is a, it's a complicated term if you're not familiar with the industry, but at the same token, and just in case anybody isn't, B-roll basically is the footage that is going over your interviews. At one point in time when uh, videos were created, you had A-roll and B-roll, and B-roll would cover your A-roll, and your A-roll is usually like somebody talking, whether it be your you know, your voiceover, your interview, whatever it may be, and the B-roll was the footage that was over the top to help cover that up, so you didn't have a talking head the whole time. Um, and we get that question a lot and that's because it's an industry term. So a lot, of, I've tried a couple different things beyond doing the video. I call it cover footage and, you know, cover videos and people still don't understand what that is. Or I'll say it's footage that covers the video and they're like people talking and it's still confusing. So I think that's one of those things that when you can visually say, here's your A, here's the B roll that goes over it. It could be that simple and then people understand. So it's definitely something product demos or explanations, FAQs definitely something to consider. It'll save you a lot of time and time is money, especially if you're a small business owner. Absolutely. 
And oh. then telling stories. This is probably the, the biggest thing that we, um, biggest purpose for sharing video. Um, if people don't have videos a lot of time and they're not really sure where to start, we usually suggest a homepage explainer video or an about video as, as a really good first step. And part of that isn't to go into the minutia of every single thing that you offer, but it's just about telling your business's story, your history, your mission, why you do what you do. Um, it's a great way to share it. You know, what we've seen, um, you know, people, ha a lot of people have that on their about page or their history page, but to actually hear it from the different owner or staff members uh, mouths themselves, you know, and actually it really, you know, humanizes that message. So a, a lot of people will use video to do that. Yeah. And I mean, one thing, you know, I feel like when I, you say tell a story, we get a lot of people that we work with in our industry, and this is this is kind of a pet peeve of mine. They um, they don't tell stories. Um, there's a lot of I mean, there is a time and a place to um, to make videos that are just visually appealing and um, nothing wrong with them. And I mean, I'm sure you've probably seen a lot of them. You know, somebody has a video up on their homepage that kind of is supposed to kind of give you an idea of their brand. And it's just a lot of visuals strung together and they it looks cool. Um, we're really big fans of telling stories. Um, you know, I, at heart, I'm a filmmaker. I, I always wanted to go into film and be a filmmaker. And um, part of that filmmaking process is telling a story. And there are stories, that even outside of just um, just the brand, even looking at the um, testimonial videos and, um, you know, Hero's Journey type videos. And also even looking at something as simple as the product demos, there really is a story behind that. And the story is, you know, it, and it's, it seems like there wouldn't be, but it really is like, this is the product, this is, uh, you know, you're trying to explain how the product works and you're taking them through that storytelling process because you're using the visuals, you're using a voice, you're using text, whatever it may be, but you're taking them through that journey and teaching them how to use something or showing them somebody that's overcome adversity that's in a spot that they've been in. So telling a story is probably the biggest thing that you can do with video, in my opinion, out of all these. Um, and it's what's going to keep people engaged. That's what's going to help your, you know, watch time. You know, mm -hmm. that's going to help increase your your watch time and your engagement, your retention. All of those things are affected by telling a story because, you know, visuals are cool and they'll keep people around. Um, but that's something to look at. If you notice that, you notice you're getting a lot of views or you're not getting a lot of views, but of those views, people aren't sticking around to see the end message or the call to action. Um, you really want to take a look at your storytelling process, what's going on there. Right. I think I think a lot of um, business owners or companies may not realize the importance of having your message in your video and not think about it. Like, for instance, we were looking at doing a video for a certain gym and we kind of missed out on coming in at the right time. When we approached them, they already had something in the works. And so when we finally saw this video that the gym had, you know, it was really cool looking. There were people in workout classes and people on the bikes and different equipment and it was real fast paced and high energy. It was really neat, but there was no message to it. We were kind of disappointed by that. And, you know, it doesn't say why this is the gym for you. What services are they offering? You know, what makes them different than other gyms? I'm sure there, you know, you could have gone to any gym really and gotten footage of people working out. You know, what is it that's going to make somebody want to come to your gym in particular? So, you know, and we're like, we don't even know if the 
um, owners of the gym even realize that. They may just think, oh, our video looks really cool. So just being a smart, um, a smart uh, owner or marketer is really important to make sure that you're really getting the most out of your videos and, and you want your ROI. That all comes down to message with cool footage too. I mean, yeah. we definitely, you know, our videographers enjoy capturing moments and making something that's really visually appealing, but also telling that story. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, just to touch on the, the video you're talking about, I, I know what video you're talking about. <laughs> um, you know, to me, I guess, and there's nothing wrong with the way that uh, the visuals were put together. I just, like Kathy was saying, it's really the message that was missing. And the, and the message didn't even have to be so, and like, it didn't have to be as in depth of, you know, what makes you different from this gym or, you know, why should I go here versus, you know, um, you know, another big gym in the area. Really what I felt it was missing, and this is actually part of brand awareness, which is another purpose for um, different uses of video. It was really missing, you know, who should go there and you know gyms are a very personal thing it's like when you shop for a home when you when you go to a house you walk in and you go this is this is home to me i feel like i'm at home this is you know you feel comfortable and gyms are very similar to that that is why there are so many different types of gyms available um you know and that's something to consider when you're putting together something and you're talking about your brand uh, and this isn't just gyms. This could go for a couple different uh, types of industries and, and really all, really. But more specifically, industries where you have to feel comfortable and you want to feel accepted. And I feel like a gym is something like that. It's really why should I go there? You know, what what in terms of what does this place feel like to me? Does it feel like a gym where I belong? And I can tell you, you know, like my wife and I work out at two different places. I like to work out at my my parents house they have a gym my dad and I built it my dad my brother and I we work out together and I you know sometimes it's different times sometimes we'll all get together and it's something that we all do to stay connected um, but I feel like I belong there because that's the type of gym experience I want I want something more personal I want something where you know I can spend time with the people that I know people that are going to push me and motivate me I want motivation um, my wife goes to more classes. She enjoys having somebody that's up there leading classes and showing you how to do things and getting you pumped and hyped the entire time. And you go in, you do your hour, and you leave. Those are two different feelings, and it needs to be really be shown through that video. And if you don't know what that feeling is, you might go and become a member of that gym, and it may not be for you. And ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, like all businesses, I'm sure that gym really wanted to get clients that they could come in and could help them and not just put a client in the door, take their money and say, hey, good luck. Right. You want to retain your customers. So Absolutely. you want to make sure you're getting the right ones from the beginning. Yeah. So that's a great point. But sometimes, I don't know if you want to talk about brand awareness a little bit more. Yeah, we can. I mean, that's and that's one thing that we can talk about in terms of, you know, we have a client that we've done work for. They are a, um, a big salon in the area. And that was something that was very important to them was brand awareness. They wanted people to understand their brand because their brand was different than other brands. And um, and one thing about that, you know, in, in terms of we still told a story, but we touched a lot more on the brand. The video itself had a feeling that when they watched it, it felt like it was, you know, it was part of them. It felt like for them and their customers and their staff, like this was home to us. This is this is what reminds us of who we are and what we set out to do. Right, and we did that equally, I think, through the, the styles of the shots, mm -hmm. but also 
um, interviewing the owners and a lot of the staff members. Yep, and some past clients past and um, clients. and current clients. I mean, well, they're all current clients, but they've been with them for a while. And um, that's something to really think about brand awareness. You know, sometimes you still want to tell the story, but sometimes it's not all about let me sell. Sometimes it's not all about I'm marketing myself. Sometimes it's just about letting people know. And this technically is a form of marketing, but it's not, you know, it's not necessarily like very marketing forward, but it's just letting people understand who you are, what you stand for, why you do what you do. And in a, in a less um, upfront way. And that's kind of what that is, you know, looking at that, that's kind of what brand awareness is, at least in the video sense of what we do. And that's another purpose for a video. And that's something you should consider. Do I need, you know, given what I do, do I need a video that really just explains who I am? And in a very, you know, lets people know this is, when you watch this, that feeling you're getting, that's us. And that's important to, to think about. Absolutely. Um, and then sometimes videos are just for fun, although I would argue that there's always still some type, type of purpose behind it. Mm -hmm. So for instance, we did a holiday video for a um, distributor who wanted to do something uh, a different level, another level up than the e-card. So we actually had some of their warehouse staff dress up like Santa and his elves. And uh, we told this whole story about how this, the customer service department got requests for uh, what their customers wanted for Christmas. And then Santa loaded up the van and, um, and, and took them their presents. So it was a fun little concept Christmas video. But I think the reason why they wanted to do that was just to kind of show that they're um, personable people. They're nice to work with. Um, you know, they have a sense of humor. It, it was maybe, I think it did tie back to their brand a little bit, um, trying to want, want to do something different and just showing that they really value their customers. And that's one thing to uh, really think about too, because I feel like a lot of times we get tied up in the, the ROI of these videos. And um, that's something to be considered in terms of um, this type of video. I, I don't necessarily know if this is measurable in terms of a return on investment, but you know, there are things that we do even as a company sometimes that it's not so much about the return on investment. It's about taking care of the people that have helped us out throughout the years or, you know, just doing something, you know, for our clients. And that I feel like is what this video kind of was for them was it was a little bit of their brand and who they were, but it was also, they shouted out to some of their clients in the video. And I think it was a nice way to say, you know, we spent time and money to put this video together because we want to thank you because we had a good year and, you know, we appreciate you guys as customers. And it was a fun way to connect with them. So, you know, when we say for fun, and it doesn't have to be something that you spend a ton of money on, but for fun, you can do a video that helps you connect with your clients. And maybe it's just something that you take some time out and you and your staff do something, you know, fun together that you can uh, you can kind of show off. I know there's a, uh, a local brewery that we do some work with here in the Cleveland area, and that brewery uh, did a video themselves. They were promoting a Halloween event, and they could have very simply just, you know, put up a photo or a... Um, you know, a picture of uh, their holiday, like their pumpkin beer, and they could have said, hey, come in and get this, you know, this is what the event we have going on. But instead, they took a little bit of time. They um, learned how to use their phone in terms of some of the settings um, to get slow motion. And they put together a cool little video where they had a zombie running through the hall. They did the makeup and that chasing after people and they, you know, to get people to come in and t it, 
you know, tied back to their beer. And that was creative. It wasn't something that cost them a ton of money. They didn't hire us to come in and do it, but it took them some time. And that's, I feel that's really appreciated by clients. You know, you get to see a cool little video and it's kind of funny. And then you come in and you support them. So that's something to think about for fun. And um, so I guess tying everything back, um, just thinking about, you know, different ways to use video. And I know we've thrown a lot at you um, in this and we are trying to keep these. I know I said in the first one, we're trying to keep these around 30 to 40 minutes in there. We want to make it so if you're driving or if you're going to the gym or something, you're not necessarily listening to an hour and a half podcast because we could keep going. But just tying everything up, looking at the purposes of different ways to use videos, um, you know, you see all these different examples and we are going to take all these and other podcasts, take them further in depth. We kept kept uh, nice notes of all these so we can make sure to go back and revisit each one. But, um, you know, these are things to consider. These are different ways that you could be using video right now in your business, um, whether you're the owner, whether you're in the sales or marketing department, you could be using this stuff right now to help you, you know, build brand awareness, train your customers, train your staff, sell products, market your business, tell a story. These are all things that can be done that'll help you you know, help your clients understand who you are and what you're trying to sell and, you know, what you're trying to do. And we want to hear from you too. If you have different questions, don't worry about them being too basic or simplistic. Um, please email us info at flexmediacle.com. We'd love to answer them. We might even feature your question in a podcast topic that we discuss. Um, chances are, if you're wondering about something, other people are wondering too. So, please make sure to send us feedback and ideas as we go along. And then if you like what you hear, please leave us a positive review and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Um, we have lots of good stuff coming up. Our next one is actually going to be our first guest appearance mm -hmm. and I believe our first happy hour edition. Yes. We are going to interview um, a local web designer, um, Adam Correo, mm -hmm. and He's going to give us some great insight on how to use video on your website, how to integrate it, um, all things, uh, all things there. If you're not using video on your website, or even if you are using video on your website, we're really going to talk to Adam and get the web designer's perspective on how video can be used. Because I think that a lot of people, I know we had mentioned in the last podcast about retention in terms of just keeping people on your site longer. And I think a lot of people probably heard that and might have piqued their interest. But there's a lot more involved, even in terms of SEO. There are things that Google's looking for that having video on your website could definitely help you out with. Um, and so you definitely don't want to miss out on that. Plus, you know, like we had said before, this being the, our first of many more to come, um, watch time, happy hour events, we're going to have a craft beer, feature a craft brewery that's local to Cleveland. If you're into craft beer, it's not going to be a huge segment on that, but we definitely want to give a shout out to them. We're craft beer fans. We do a lot of work for the craft beer industry, and um, it's always great to uh, you know talk about other things than just video. But majority of this will be on video and websites, and uh, hopefully you guys can tune in for that. So make sure to check back, and we will talk to you guys soon. All right, catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Watch Time. Make sure to subscribe and share the podcast and leave us feedback on today's episode. That's a wrap.